peeps, please help us grow the family. Give us a comment and review on the Apple or Google Play Store. It's super quick and easy. Just scroll down, click the little stars, comment, and just help us grow the family. All right, so now that that's out of the way, let's get into this. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, lie, lie. And then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever's necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented. And the establishment that protects them has engaged 
in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement and we will take back this country for you and we will make America great again. What is going on friends and family? Let me get this all set up here really quick. So one second here, that should do it. Like I said, what is going on, friends and family? Rough day today. I'm not going to pull that one. We all know that uh, didn't exactly go the way so many of us wanted, but it's uh, great for all of us to get uh, to get together here and kind of chat about it, chat about you know what's happened, you know how we got here, where we could possibly be going, and all that kind of stuff. We also have our, our good friend, you know, Craig with Just Informed Talk here with us, so we'll bring him in here in a second, and uh, let's uh, just check and make sure we got Pill.net running well. Looks like we do. So we've got about uh, 3,500 people, our fam over there. Looks like we've got, uh, let's see, what do we got here? We've got Methods hosting us. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you. So Methods is hosting us over on DLive. It looks like we've got uh, a bunch of fam over there on the channel. And, and I was mistaken last uh, last stream. I had said that uh, it looks like we missed getting hit uh, by the uh, the censorship over there and the deplatforming of uh, of Lemons. And like an idiot, I was reading Gift to Be One. Uh, I read it to you guys twice. And then I, I read it as soon as I got off the stream. And I'm like, that's not a user. So they, they hit me too. <laughs> and uh, so I can't uh, distribute any more lemons um, or you guys can't, you know, you know, send lemons our way and then me distribute them back with, with more lemons. So I do have, I think, a couple thousand or maybe, what do I have here? Looks like I've got uh, 1,100 lemons. So I'm just going to give those out to, to everybody uh, there in the fam on uh, DLive at the end of this. But I'm not going to buy any more. I'm not going to support censorship. So sorry about that. But uh, and none of the other channels can um, receive lemons either. So the whole idea behind it was to give it to the fam so they could you know, sh uh, share the love, so to speak. 
So I'm not going to be buying any more lemons and I will dump the chest and my remaining 1100 lemons at the end of this, uh, at the end of the show. So we're just going to, like I said, just kind of hang out. We'll go over some news, go over some of the stuff that's going on. Obviously, you know, we wanted things uh, to happen differently. A lot of people were blaming, uh, you know, certain people for saying they knew exactly what was going to happen or people blaming, you know, team 17. And I've always said that, you know, you got to put your, you have to work your butt off, right? But you have to put your your work in God's hands and in God, you know, he'll he'll end up, you know, making it happen or not because our plans are just ours and they really don't mean anything if he's not behind them. But we've always said, I've always said that Trump could make this stop anytime that he wanted. He had all the tools in the world to make it stop. Why didn't he? I don't know. Why did he do all these executive orders and change people out last minute and all these things that he's been doing over the past, you know, day, week, when he knew that Biden would get in there and just undo everything. A lot of stuff doesn't make sense. So we'll talk about that. But before I keep rambling on, let me uh, bring our good buddy Craig in here. So, Craig, how you doing? It looks like uh, you've said screw it. and You've moved to Texas. You got uh, you get your cowboy hat on. You, you out of here? I'm pretty close at this point, Robert. <laughs> uh, not going to lie. I'm in California still, but I have a Texas heart in me. And I'm ready to go there at the drop of a hat, if you will. <laughs> but I'll tell you this right now. The funny thing to me in all of this is that I just want to remind everyone, you know, to reiterate what Robert just said, we've never, ever, either of us, I've never heard Robert say it, and I hope that you guys have never heard me say it, put on any of our entire faith in man. We always put our faith in Jesus Christ. We put our faith in God, and we put our faith in the Holy Spirit, and we trust that whatever happens will be a part of their plan and then we'll, we'll adapt and we'll work and we'll overcome. So I, I really think that this may seem like an impossible thing to overcome to a lot of your audience out there. A lot of my audience who's, who's tuning in right now, cause I've put it on my uh, website and everything, but to everyone out there, I just want to remind you that everything that we encounter, all these obstacles, all these afflictions, all these, these trials that seem to just come up out of nowhere or, you know, come at us in, in the time that we are here, they will come to nothing because everything that's of this world is temporary, but everything that's not of this world is eternal. And if we are to overcome the things that are of this world, we have to remember that you do not conquer evil with evil. You conquer evil with good. Those are two very important pieces of scripture I just shared that I hope your audience knows my audience knows and that we trust and believe in, even though it seems that that it's all insurmountable and that, you know, oh my gosh, the Democrats have the Senate and they have the House and, you know, Biden's in the presidency. It's not an insurmountable thing. We have to be forgiving, loving, righteous, and, and we have to do these things. I mean, even if it's hard, especially when it's hard, that's the thing that I would like to, to, iterate, to reiterate uh, that I've said before especially when it's difficult. We have to put our lives to God. We have to, to do the right thing, even when it seems like it, it's the hardest thing to do because we have to set the example. We have to be the lights that, that shine in this world for uh, what's good and what's righteous. And, and there's nobody that's going to do it for us, especially you can't look to people like we all look to Trump. Yes, I believe President Trump was right. Yes, I believe he won the election. Yes, I believe that everything he set out to do was righteous and good. But that doesn't mean that that it's all going to work out the way you want it to. And I think that the sooner that people realize that 
the world doesn't just work the way you want it to, the sooner that we can really come together and, and understand that maybe this is the wake up call we've all been waiting for and needing, right? To, to get on our game and say, this is where we're going to draw our line in the sand and say no more and start actually fighting for this country. Because a lot of people, I mean, the fraud and everything, yes, it seems insurmountable, but nothing is insurmountable if you have God in your side, because if God is for us, who can be against us? And, th and that would be my opening message to your audience and our audience, my audience, everyone out there, because I know this seems like a time where, where we're defeated, but we're not. We are not defeated. The, the, this is just beginning, and we are more awake now than we've ever been, which is an advantage to us, which means that we have the upper hand. Amen. Yeah, so much stuff there. I mean, a lot of people right now, they, they're feeling uh, kind of let down. They're feeling like they trusted certain people that said they knew exactly um, what was going to happen, how it was going to happen. And, and like I've told, I've told the fam countless times, I mean, if if we knew, then the bad guys would know too, right? And so why would, you know, Trump trust a blabbermouth or why would um, these people tell us exactly how things are going to happen if the internet would, podcaster right i mean if the enemy would know as well i have a source i have a source i'm like what I, my source was the constitution all right and obviously <laughs> they used it as toilet paper because we'd never be in this mess had it been followed had the states followed their constitution had had you know basically the federal government followed their constitution we would not be in this mess if we had moral upright um you know representatives you know representing us because there were so many layers of protection that my great uncle put there, you know, to, I mean, like when Ben Franklin and all these guys got together and wrote this thing out, you know, they, they foresaw a lot of issues, but they also said that if you are dealing with people that are immoral, this won't work. This system is only for a moral Christian type society. And without that, it's just toilet paper. And that's what they've done is they've used that. And so through this whole process, We've seen how bad it is. We've seen how they've infiltrated. And I don't want to go through my, my typical rant that I've done hundreds of times, but we've seen how every layer of our society has been infiltrated. And so the people that weren't awake now are. What we don't understand or what a lot of people don't understand is they're feeling defeated right now is we are the majority. So if you listen to the media that focuses on that 1% of the crazy people and says, this is America, we look defeated. But the majority of America right now is feeling the same thing that we're all feeling right now. Like we got let down by, you know, our government, our leaders, whoever. We're feeling that. That's natural. That's normal. Why? Because we know that we won and they stole it right in front of us and gave us the finger. And the reason why I played the opening video again was not to just because it's something out of repetition or out of habit, but because, again, that is what he was up against. That is what we have been up against this entire time. And so if you listen to that video, you'll understand exactly what we've been up against. And now we have actually seen it in the people that were asleep. A lot of them are now awake. And again, we are the majority. And that's why they wouldn't be censoring the people that are just telling the truth. They wouldn't care if they won fair and square, they'd be open to debates. There wouldn't be censorship. We wouldn't have to go to other places just to have an open discussion and debate. We'd be able to say it right on Twitter or whatever you want to call it, Facebook. But they know that they can't, they can't debate the truth. All they can do is attack the messenger. So we're seeing that and it's really frustrating. And especially when we have so much family 
that, you know, maybe been listening, uh, you know, to, you know, to all of us, right? And we've all expected the right thing to happen. Um, not to say it still won't, but at this moment, at this moment, everybody's getting that. I told you so. You're a crazy person. And that's to be expected from some people. But again, um, this hasn't, you know, this hasn't ended. This has only just begun. All right. Because can I can I just add something real quick? I'm watching, I'm watching. Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, I'm watching live chat, your audience, right? I'm listening to what oh. they have to say. I'm reading all of their tweets or all of their, their comments that they're posting. Yes. I am so heartened and 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 positively charged by all the references to biblical times where things looked like you were going to lose i mean i've already seen at least a half dozen you know remember joshua and caleb caleb it's it, remember all of these different moments inside of of the good book where it seemed like it was insurmountable it's like i'm listening to your audience and i can see very clearly that they are 100% aware of what's happening being a part of not the plan as far as the 17 goes the plan as far as god goes which is god's plan which is the plan i've trusted since the beginning from day one i know you have as well it's a part of the idea that we're gonna suffer a little we're gonna go through hardship we're gonna go through trial and affliction but through that we will gain proven character and endurance and and will gain the ability to give others hope to say look what we've went through now maybe you can can get through what you're going through so i'm i'm literally sitting here and i am i mean i'm reading the comments and it's like i feel like it's speaking to my moses at the red sea i mean you can see everyone here in your your literal audience i'm reading them as they come on talking about biblical examples of exactly what we're going through and how the last thing that we should do in this moment is lose hope. Everything we should do is be putting our hope in Jesus Christ and hope in God. And uh, I'm so thankful. What, a, what an amazing audience you have here. And uh, thank you so much. I mean, I, I'm only saying it because as I'm reading them, I'm like, I have to, to, to say this. Like, this is it's it stands out the greatest fame in the world i love them all incredible people your audience is the best best. hopefully some of my audience has has moved over here because we got uh, about six thousand about six thousand uh family members across all platforms here right now amazing thing so yeah, yeah awesome yeah, it's but again, you know, just to go back, I mean, through this entire time, it, it looks bad right now. But um, just think about how many more people are now aware, they're awake, kind of like the great are now awake to how much corruption, how much fraud, how the the media, universities, our healthcare system, our our leaders, whether you want to call them elected or not, you're seeing it at every single you know layer. And so, if you just go back to like I've said countless times with like Operation Sunlight or whatever you all want to call it. We have to be the people that hold these people accountable, you know, peacefully, of course, like I keep saying, you know, if we call, if we email, if we show up at their offices and peacefully protest, if we, if we're hitting them up on social media and we're exposing all of this fraud, we're exposed all this, you know, corruption, these cockroaches don't like sunlight, like I keep saying. And that's why we started to see some movement in the assembly and legislature because they were getting called out and they couldn't walk down the street. They couldn't leave their house and go to the office without people calling them a traitor or, you know, saying, hey, man, why are you committing treason? Why aren't you auditing the vote? Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? And we need a lot more of that. And the reason why we're at where we're at is because we, we've just simply you know, trusted 
these people to do what we were thinking they were doing, which was for us. And I get it. There's, there's a lot of people out there that say, no Beatles. I was one of the ones holding them accountable and God bless you. You know, I did my part doing that as well. Um, but again, the, the masses of us that are awake now weren't. And so they're scared of us because we are the majority. Don't let them tell you otherwise. I'm saying we're like 80%. (laughs) They may say, you know, we're like 40 or 50%. No, we're like 80% and they don't like that. So we just have to hold these people accountable. It's far from over. Um, You know, this is, we've been through, you know, crappy presidents in the past. This is the first time it's just been, you know, completely just with a finger to our face, just a middle finger, you know, stealing it outright at every single level. And so I think that's kind of that, that point where it's like that, um, it's that junction you hit. And there's, there's really no going back from that because you've seen what they've done. Now, if you feel defeated and you're like, oh, well, they just stole it and there's nothing I can do. Well, then, that's that's not a good that's not a good headspace to be in because that's what they want and if you go back through all the videos where i talk about their playbooks and i talk about how they you know they're going to create chaos and they're going to demoralize you and then they're going to offer you some kind of new 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 normal that's that's what we're seeing right here so be careful of that new normal we still have to be uh, you know making sure that our constitution and everything is being held up going forward because it hasn't been (laughs) to this point or we wouldn't be at this point. So we need to get a lot more vocals, what I'm getting at and always keep it peaceful. And um, we just, we just have to march forward. We just got to keep pushing forward every single day. And And that's what we're doing, Robert. I mean, honestly, everything that we've done from day one has to be putting their feet to the fire, holding them accountable, making them face, you know, the facts as far as what we're, Uh, uncovering every day you know you can say the whole 17 movement was for not but i would say i would argue otherwise i would say that everything that we've done has been a part of a a broader plan to basically hold bring accountability back into our government because look we know what they did we know there's treason we know there's corruption if anything last four years have, have enlightened us to everything that we thought you know a lot of us never even knew existed right but now when we have this supposedly new government and even though I, i'm 100 percent convinced that there was shenanigans and that there was a, 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 basically this thing was stolen i mean i will say this that we have to, to hold them even to further account we have to continue to put their feet to the fire metaphorically speaking we have to say look we are not going to be satisfied with these criminally corrupt treasonous traitors running our nation and furthermore we are not going to idly sit by and say yeah that's fine just let's become communists and let's just resign ourselves to becoming you know a a puppet of the chinese uh dictatorship with xi jinping no i'm not you're not everyone in this audience is not and we have no intention of just like rolling on our backs and and showing our bellies and saying yeah that's it we're done so Nothing is going to change yesterday to today to tomorrow. Nothing is going to change. Everything is exactly where it was previously. And I can tell you this, that there are still people who are listening to this broadcast as we speak inside of our military, inside of our government, inside of all the key positions. There are people at the top, the bottom and everything in between who are listening to what me and you are saying, what everyone else is saying, and they know it's wrong. And they know it's treasonous and they know it's corrupt and they are going to do the right thing and they're going to do the right thing 
even if it costs them everything because it's cost us everything. So what's the point, right? I've, I've lost pretty much everything that I built up over the last four years for this channel and getting the word out, but I'm not deterred. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to like throw in the towel and say, Oh yeah, well, I guess you got me. You take away all my money. You take away my channel. You take away all my platforms and all my followers. It's not going to stop me. And if it doesn't stop me, then can you imagine the person that really has nothing to lose? That's like, you know, I got a few, I lost a few followers on Twitter. I, they're not going to stop either. So we're not going to stop and we're not going to give up and we're not going to relent. And if they want to throw us in re-education camps, good luck. This is the United States of America. All I have to say is I always advocate for legal and lawful uh, you know, resolutions to everything, but try to do what whatever your crazy communist dictatorship plans are, criminal treasonous plans are, you're going to fail. You're not only going to fail, you're going to basically awaken a beast inside of this country that is going to consume you. If you keep pushing, if you keep poking the bear, if you keep doing everything that you're doing, and I'm talking to you, you know exactly who I'm talking to, Robert. I'm talking to those out there who are trying to, to subjugate us, trying to make us second-class citizens, trying to take away our rights, trying to undermine our sovereignty and security as a nation. These people, they can keep pushing good luck. You are not going to win. You are going to fail and you're going to fail on a proportion that is beyond anything you could ever have imagined. And you're going to fail in a way that is going to leave you, uh, you know, pretty miserable when it's all said and done. And I'll, I'll leave it there because I don't want to get too, too, you know, in detail or anything, but I mean, legally and lawfully peacefully and, and whatever happens after that, you know, so for people that I'm sure y'all have seen uh, this video before, but for some of the people new in the chat, they're trying to figure out what happened. I think this is a great video. It's a minute long. Um, you know, President Trump, he shared this a while back. Um, I've had it here. Aaron ripped it for us. It's like a minute long. But this is just a reminder of basically how we got where we're at. And so let's not let it happen again. Here we go. Start with a virus, import it into America, talk about it nonstop, call some governors, nod them, nod them, that's your guys, put patients into nursing homes, tell thousands, blame the president, keep blaming, blame some more, lock down small business, kill the economy, push mail-in voting, stoke a race war, call for riots, pick a candidate, no, not her, yeah, that's more like it, lock him in his basement. Shield him from the press. Don't cover this. Don't cover this. Don't cover this. Keep doing that. Ignore the economic recovery. Downplay the world peace. Pump the pause. Pump. Pump. Don't stop pumping. Install your software in swing states. That was fast. Take control of polling stations. Call off the election when you're losing. Kick everyone out. Pull out all the extra ballots. Get the software to do its thing. Get the media to say it's over. Call the big tech guys. Ban anyone who notices. Act like the whole thing never happened. Stealing the most powerful republic in the world. It's that easy. So that about sums it up. Just for some of the fam out there that uh, haven't seen that before, still trying to figure out exactly what uh, what went wrong. 
I mean, obviously they didn't follow the constitution, but all that sums it up, you know, pretty nicely in about 60 seconds. Um, any thoughts on that, Craig? Have you seen it before? I have seen it. I've put it on my, my own channel before I've, I've broadcast that video. I'll tell you this right now, that video sums up exactly what happened in the run up to the 2020 election and how they effectively stole it. Um, and I have to be honest because there's nothing else I can be in this world. And to say that, that at the end of the day, we were bamboozled. We were fooled. We were, we were, uh, you know, took, take to taken to the, the, whatever, uh, cleaners because they took everything that we had and held dear in the election when they stole it. But that is going to be their downfall because we know they did it. That's the thing. You have to remember that, that no matter like, yes, they got away with some amazing scam and they, they criminally stole an election shenanigans. I don't want to say anything else, but I'll say this, that that will be their downfall because we have the evidence and we have the proof. And over time, it will become very apparent and clear that that election was not legitimate. And that's the thing, the, the, the mail-in voting, all of the things that were happening. And I don't want to say much more, Robert, because I don't want to put you in trouble with the, uh, the tech overlords at YouTube. And I know what they'll do. The if I go, yeah. The thought police, whatever you want to call them, if I go further, but I just have to say that our, our victory is in their arrogance is in their, um, you know, I in their belief that they are above reproach that they are above the law that's where our victory will ultimately come from beside our victory through christ and and god and the holy spirit it will come through them being too arrogant and believing that they are too powerful and believing that they're they're completely unaccountable for their crimes um i have to say it was obvious and if they try to pull it again do you think do you think that we're going to be less ready or more ready if they try to do what they did in 2020 again. And I would, I would argue that we're going to be 25 to a hundred to a thousand times more prepared for what's going to come next and they're going to fail. And what's going to end up happening is, is they're going to be the ones who are going to pay the pipe, pay the piper, pay the cost, pay the, the price of, of their crimes. Yeah. I mean, it still isn't over. I mean, we just need, you know, a few of the right people to stand up and do the right ethical thing. So I haven't given up hope there and because there's a lot that we still have to fix before we can ever think an election is going to count. So we definitely, that's why through sunlight, um, you know, you, you fix the voting systems, you fix the government, you fix the healthcare system, you fix all these different problems that we have. So that way in the future, we actually can have, you know, legitimate election to actually get, you know, our voices actually heard, but we can't let this go. Uh, we, we have to keep, you know, pushing forward on this, what's happened, because there is still, um, still ways that this could be fixed. After all, they fixed it. And it reminds me of a, a Chinese proverb. It says the gym uh, cannot or yeah, the gym cannot be polished without friction, nor man perfected uh, without trials. And that is an old Chinese proverb that I thought was uh, fitting because of China Joe, as we can see. Um, I don't know if you've been paying attention to any of the social media, but he's been going crazy, signing EOs, changing things. 
Um, you know, talking with China, it looks like already, it looks like China's already telling them what to do. So it's, um, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely a mess right now. I'm not going to sugarcoat that at all. You can see what this guy's trying to do. But one of the things that, you know, I, I still, and I, I'd love to get your, your thoughts on as well as the, as well as the fam, why, why did Trump do so many things leading up to, you know, today when he knew that they would just be changed and why does he keep saying the best is yet to come? And why do his kids keep saying that the best is yet to come? Why are they all so positive about this when they know that they, if this is exactly what we see, allow this to be taken, all right, and then given to a puppet that is going to turn over, you know, the keys to the castle to the CCP and the cabal of sorts. Why are they uh, staying so, you know, happy, cheerful, like promising that the best is yet to come? Is that to keep us, you know, to keep us from going crazy? Or do you think that uh, there's something else actually uh, happening that we don't see behind the scenes? I got to be honest, Robert, I think you answered your own question. Uh, and I think that, that what President Trump and, and everything he's done over the last four years has been obviously to help the American people. But imagine this. I mean, how does it look to the American people? when you have a president who obviously cares about this country, who's making executive orders, which, you know, granted, CNN, MSNBC, all the, the fake news outlets and, and their, their liberal like audience, whatever percentage, percentage of the population that is, are going to look at and go, oh, yeah, he's just a racist. He's a bigot. He's a Nazi, blah, blah, blah. That's the white supremacist, whatever it is, right? But there is a, a strong part of America and, and a very, very vibrant and, and large part of our country who looks at what President Trump do, has done and said, all right, well, why would I be against, you know, making, you know, tariffs that benefit the American people? Why would I be against, you know, um, making agreements and, and, and pulling us out of deals that would, you know, disadvantage us globally? What President Trump did was set up Biden further than anyone could have set up anyone else, in my opinion, because look at him. He is the bad guy now. He's the guy who's walked into the Oval Office. He will be like the next Jimmy Carter. He will be the guy who sits there and is like undoing all the, the hard work and, and the things that have been done. And you can see right now he's, he's already started. He's got the big stack of executive orders to undo President Trump's executive orders. Do you think that's going to lead to an economic advantage for our country? Do you think that's going to lead to more jobs in America? Or do you think it's going to lead to, you know, a, a crisis and some kind of economic collapse and some kind of, you know, hardships for, for more Americans than any, anything we've had over the last four years since the Obama administration, which by the way, was a complete failure economically uh, as far as, you know, helping the American people. So president Trump has set up president now president Biden to be the guy who destroys America and everyone's going to see it. And, and maybe, maybe he's been set up to the point where nobody will, I mean, it may be as the 17 party would say uh, that this, the complete destruction of the, the Democrat party in general, because who in their right mind, besides the psychotic, you know, BLM terrorist, Antifa, crazy people, social justice warrior, you know, identitarian politics stuff, people who beside that will sign up for a party that just wants to destroy our country and sell us out to the globalists. 
and not just the globalists, but sell us out to every other country in the world and to, to weaken us and undermine us while weakening and undermining the, 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 the structure of our nation, which is the foundation, which is the, the people of our country, the, the average everyday working individuals who get screwed in these globalist deals. Get, they get completely, they get their, their lunches taken from them. And I, I mean, I would say that even if, even if Joe Biden's able to sign all these orders and do what he's, he's going to do, it will only make him look worse and worse and worse as time goes on, because people are going to see the, the stock market's going to crash. All the, the, you know, employment numbers are going to go haywire. It's going to be a complete disaster. And guess who's going to be president for it all? It's going to be Joe Biden. And that will hopefully, hopefully push the American people to pick a candidate for the next election. Uh, if we even get there, hopefully, you know, a guy like Biden would be, you know, arrested and in jail. And, and you know, I got to be honest, my family, we were talking about it. I'm like, yeah, it'd be great if Biden were to go to jail. But then they're, they're like, well, well, Kamala Harris would be even worse. And I kind of agree with them. So it's almost like you want Biden to stay there just long enough so we can get a new, better, more conservative, true Patriot Party president in who is not beholden to these rhino Republicans, these, these awful people, Mitch McConnell, who is the worst person, Kevin McCarthy, who's a traitor and a liar. Um, every one of the establishment Republicans who betrayed the American people on January 6th and before that, these people need to go. They need to be primary. They need to be voted out of office. And I can't wait for it to happen. They're the, 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 they're literally the deep state incarnate living and working inside of our government. They need to be removed and we need to put Patriots in, into positions of power because at this point, all I'd say is what else do we have to lose? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. But as far as voting them out, well, we can see that's not going to count. It's not going to happen unless we fix through like Operation Sunlight, where you, know, you fix all the different problems in, in our in our country. Unless we fix our voting systems. I mean, let's be honest, you know, we're we're never going to win another election again. And and let's let's be frank, we really don't want these Republicans <laughs> that we have there to stay there because they're they're no different than the Democrats. We need uh, I, I would say 90 percent of them you know, are corrupt. So we need uh, a new 90 percent. And a lot of people say that it should be the Patriot Party. Uh, maybe. I mean, maybe. But what I think is we need to fix the underlying conditions first. And I haven't given up yet solely for the fact, um, you know, of course I trust in God, this is all, it, it's going to just be unveiled and, and fixed on his timetable. Not, not mine, not yours, not anybody's. Uh, whenever he wants to do this, that's when he's going to do it. But the thing that gives me the most hope is we all know how corrupt this entire process has been, how it was stolen. This is not something that we lost and we're like, Hey, you know what? we gave it a good shot. We lost, you know, better luck next time. It's not that at all through every single, you know, movement through the process. We've seen that the game was rigged, everything, every part of it, whether it's even the government or whether it's the media, all in cahoots, other countries, we have all the proof, we have all the evidence. So I still, I'm still holding judgment for at least another week to see that, you know, the right people in the right places 
say, you know what, look, look at all this evidence we got, look at all this D class we got, you know, look at the proof that, you know, Navarro and all these other guys have done. Look, we can't let this stand. This is our Republic. So I'm hoping that they have like a come to Jesus moment over the next week, because this is a case of he got more votes or he beat me by a couple of votes. I mean, this is just outright freaking shenanigans at the highest level any country has ever seen. So I haven't given up hope yet. Um, at all and, and i never and, will but and, and unfortunately we can't even call it out for what it is because we're being censored we're being like to that point uh, we can I, I really don't care much about youtube anymore i mean we, we're on biz tv um i don't YouTube, care about got, youtube <laughs> uh, we got about nine we got about 900 family members over there on youtube uh d live has started the censoring we got uh, you know about 900 uh fam over there but over on pilled pill.net you know we got over 4,000 you know 115 family members over there hanging out with us and that doesn't even include you know linkedin or uh twitch or periscope or any of those other, you know dumpster fires but what i'm getting at is we're creating new media right we're creating new platforms and i get it that the legacy media is still just going to highlight that one percent and you know mom and dad and grandpa and grandma whatever may still be watching fox a little bit but all these new platforms that are coming out, uh, those are the ones that uh, need to be embraced and used, uh, just like, again, like pill.net. And I'll actually have um, an announcement of, of sorts to make on Friday um, about uh, pill.net and all the great work that the, the guys are doing over there. It's it's an amazing platform. And I suggest and, and all the fans on DLive and, and YouTube, head over to pill.net and start, start using it. It's incredible. It really is. What was that, Chris? And don't forget justinformednews.com is another place you can go See? to watch these videos there you go man you know yeah, so you can go right to the website what that's worth right sure give myself a shameless plug but no i mean i honestly like pill.net all these things we're, we're developing the alternatives and we're trying to, to use them and put them out there and i appreciate all the work that's been done here by everyone that's involved i mean it's really incredible and, and just for you guys to show up here I think it, it speaks to exactly what Robert's saying is that we're, we're developing our own news. And the fact of the matter is, is for everyone who's watching this, I would say 99%, I would say easily are people who understand that you're being lied to every single day. Joe Biden is not a legitimate president. There were shenanigans in the election. There, there's complete criminal fraud happening on a wide scale that, that, on a scale that's almost impossible to fathom unless you're understanding the scope and severity of it all from the beginning. So, I mean, hey, here we are. We just have to keep pushing forward. We can't give up. Look, I've, I've, I'm, I'm the perfect person. Not perfect. I'm not perfect at all. But I'm, I'm the right person to be able to say, you know, what can more, what more could they take from me? They've taken everything. Right? They took my channel. They took all my social media. They financially kneecapped me and tried to like put me out of business. Yet I'm still here. I they haven't like sent a hit squad to my house, thankfully yet to to finish the job. And uh, I haven't had my bank accounts closed off, and I haven't been thrown into a reeducation camp. And as long as they don't do those things, I'm going to continue, and I will not stop. And it's up to them, you know, how far they want to push this, but they should be aware that even if they do all those things to me, I have faith in a higher power. I have faith in Jesus Christ and God and, and the Holy spirit. And I know I will be resurrected. And I know that my life is, is been saved by my savior. But I also know that 
the more they do that to me, if they were to do that to me, oh man, good luck to them after that because it's just going to get worse for them. They're going to be exposed as the criminals that they are and they're going to be the ones who regret every decision they ever made because at the end of the day, what's why would you want to rule a country when you've basically alienated over half the population and, and basically called us all domestic terrorists and then imprisoned us all unless you're trying to destroy it? So if there's, I would argue that there's over half the nation who doesn't or more who doesn't want to see this country destroyed, therefore they will fail. So that's kind of my, like, I've had to put all these things together over the last few months, you know, given what I've been through. But, um, I mean, that's the best way I can put it together at this point to say, Hey, if they want to keep digging their grave, here's another shovel, keep digging the hole deeper. You're going to see what happens at the end of the day. And I'm talking metaphorically, obviously, when it comes to uh, the way they censor us and the way they uh, subjugate us and the way they create this second class of citizens who are basically, we have to follow the law, they don't. And, and that is never going to work out in the long run, especially in a, a republic, in a democracy. It's just not going to work out for them. No, I hear you. That's why we definitely need to hold them all accountable. And uh, peacefully, of course. Did you see, too, today that, um, you know, Biden, you're supposed to be sworn in at noon. And uh, Greg Kelly over there on Twitter, he's he's talking about how uh, they were sworn in at uh, 10 minutes and 20 minutes before noon. The law says noon. I hope this isn't a trend of skirting the Constitution. So what does that mean? I mean, like it says, I obviously, it doesn't really matter what the Constitution says because they weren't uh, using it anyways except as, uh, you know, toilet paper or something. But even even their swearing in was done prior to what the Constitution says. And I don't want to give anybody here any false hope or hopium because you can see what they've done to the Constitution already. I just thought that this was interesting too. And when I tuned in today, I was like, wait a minute, why are they swearing in prior to 12 o'clock? Um, any thoughts on that? Just one more, one more poke at the Constitution and giving us the finger one more time? I don't think there's anything that they could have done otherwise to, to show how much of a disdain and disregard of the constitution that they have than that. I mean, at this point, it's fairly obvious they have no regard for, for law. They have no regard, regard for uh, the, the what's right and what's wrong. They're just, it's like you said earlier, Robert, you, you made a great point. You said, they're just trying to stick it to us. It's like, how, how much can they stick it to us? It's, they don't care. They don't care if it's 12 o'clock, 1150, 1140. Do you think they really care that much? This is the same party that basically wants to, to wipe us off the map, put us in re-education camps, calls racists and Nazis and white supremacists without any evidence. And they, they literally have had no regard for, for our Bill of Rights, our constitutional rights, anything like that. So the idea of them following the Constitution is a joke. Yep. Yeah, I just keep thinking, too, about, you know, all the stuff that uh, Trump was doing leading up to this day and him constantly saying that uh, the best is yet to come and it's going to make America great again. And he hopes he'll be back. I forget his exact words. I think I uh, have a clip of it, but it's it's really hard to hear because it sounds like he's next to an airplane or helicopter. Um, it's it's very staticky. But he said I predict, something this. I predict this. If Trump runs in 2024 
which I hope he will. He'll get a hundred million votes, easy. I mean, it, after the, after four I think he years, had that this time. I think he had over well, that. I mean, time. yeah, I know, but I'm saying after well, he'll get 150. And it'll be 100 million. So it'll be. I'm saying like after four years of Biden and these these psychotic, insane Democrats, I'm sure there will be a, a movement in this country to be like, well, that communism didn't work. I guess we should probably go back to Trump, right? Yeah, well, communism has never worked, but I still, I don't, I'm hoping we're not going to end up with uh, four years of, of a, a, a shenanigan election um, holding. I hope that there's people in, in, the, in the right places that do the right things to, to right this, this huge wrong. And, um, you know, just, it's this, this oozing, festering wound that uh, simply just, it can't be left, you know, like untreated. What, what, let me ask you. It needs to be, it needs to be uh, fixed peacefully. What, what do you th- what do you think that that um, our our options are at this point? What do you think could be a possible outcome from here? Because the way I see it, it's, yeah, patriots, you know, like in in key positions that say, you know what, I swore an oath to to God, to the Constitution, and we're going to do the right thing because we have all the evidence now that clearly shows that this was, um, you know filled with shenanigans. So I haven't given up hope there. And I know at the end of the day, this is all in God's hands. So I don't want to fill anybody's heads with a bunch of hopium that that may happen. Um, I still say it's in God's hands and whatever he wants to do, he's going to do. And we're going to see what he wants to show us and it'll happen on his timeline, not on ours. Uh, But I still am holding out hopium that people that were either, you know, in positions of power to do the right thing, do the right thing i know it hasn't happened i'll tell you what i'll vote i'll vote robert Beatles 2024 if you, nah. if you put your name in the, that if you throw your name out there robert no nah. I'll, I'll, I'll i'll be one of your biggest donors and or whatever not biggest donors but biggest supporters i appreciate and, uh, that but I'll, I'll throw no, my head in public office is not for me I've, I've had family members that have done plenty of that in the past so they you know we'll, we'll leave it there you I'll just could well don't don't throw anything off the table <laughs> You like Trump? Yeah. Say if it comes to it, if it's that bad, I'm still right? my president. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna back him. Yeah, I, no, but I mean, I, hey, I haven't, I haven't given up on him bad, yet. I still think that. that uh, I'm saying Robert Beatles, 2024. Uh, uh, maybe not the presidency at first, but we'll get you in the center of the house, and and I'll vote for you. And I know you have a big audience, and and they'll all vote for you too. So, hey, there's that. I mean, I would rather have you in there uh, than a lot of these people. So. Yeah. Well, well, I appreciate that, but yeah, uh, politics is definitely not in my future. So I, 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 I uh, you know, thought about that, you know, a long time ago, uh, like ten years ago or something. Kind of dabbled my toes in. It's like, man, this is very swampy. This is this is not for me. And uh, so, anyways, I put, I put a lot of other things is that they attack your character and they go after everything you've ever done. And yeah. it's like nobody here is perfect. I'm not perfect. That's why I don't really want to get into politics because it's like. Who wants to have your family and everyone under a microscope and have all these things, even if you haven't done anything wrong? They'll take the littlest thing and be like, oh, he's evil, he's this, he's that. And then you have Antifa pounding down your door. I mean, look at some of these senators right now. But it takes men of integrity. And and I'll tell you this. I, I hope you don't close the door, Robert, because men of integrity are what this country needs. And you are a man of integrity and you are the t- kind of person I know who would stand up and do the right thing when it when it came to, to happen or came to be. So, uh, you know, be like Trump. Just say, don't say never. Say, uh, if it gets bad enough, I'll do it. 
Well, and I'll say I, the I same appreciate it, brother, but we got to fix the voting system first. <laughs> so true. none true. of this stuff matters until we get that fixed. And it helps with uh, holding all these people uh, accountable and making I sure. I tell you, your audience, your audience wants it. They want you. <laughs> yeah, no, not, I don't, I don't see myself running for any office. There's a, there's enough Patriots that have been awakened you know, through this whole process that would uh, be able to give it their go, give it their all and do an incredible job. I'm sure. And besides, you know, there needs to be term limits, man. There needs to be like when our founding fathers created this amazing constitution, you know, the, the people that came and took office, they weren't supposed to be these, these lifelong politicians. They were actually people of means. They were actually, a lot of them were, you know, rich business people that pretty much gave up everything to start, you know, our, our great country here. And those were the people that, were in office. They just went, they did their time, did their, their good deeds for the country. And then they went back and they, they worked, uh, you know, worked their farm or, you know, worked their business or whatever it was. And it'd be great to get back to something like that. And I say that none of these people should be paid. You know, that's going to get rid of a ton of them right away. I say, you should do it for, you know, for the love of God, man, and country. Don't get a paycheck. You know, you saw Trump do that, but that's, that's, that's how it was. I think, I think that it should be illegal for them to get paid as office holders, but I also think it should be illegal for them to take money from special interests and lobbyists and all that. Yeah. I, and, and whether it's even through like campaign donations, I think all that should be illegal because at the end of the day, they're not freed to represent the American people. They're completely beholden to the special interests and the corporate lobbyists who, who come into their you know uh, lives and say, I'm going to get your campaign funded, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, I'm saying at this point, <laughs> you can't trust it. You cannot trust these politicians, especially Mitch McConnell and all the rest. They are traitors. They are completely be beholden to their, their special interests in the corporate lobbies in China and everything else to the point where it's like you and me and your audience and, and my audience and everyone out there, we all know they're not representing us. They're not standing up for us. They're not they're not remotely doing the things that we want them to do, yet somehow they're still in power, which baffles my mind other than to say that there is a huge swath of their electorate that is not paying attention. And I wish they would. I wish they would open their, their eyes and kind of pay attention to what's happening because that's how our country is going to get destroyed is we have too many people who are just not paying attention. Yep. But they are now. Definitely a lot of people are now. Um, I don't know if you saw this or not, but the National Pulse, I believe even the Washington Post, Washington Compost, they admitted that uh, Trump didn't incite the riot with speech. It was as it was planned in advance. This is one of the things that they've been, you know, it's I've had a lot of people talk to me about this and, and they, you know, were upset with the way Trump was kind of denouncing this. But I argued in, de, in Trump's defense because when he talks about the violence, when he talks about the incitement to riot, things like that, we know that wasn't MAGA. That wasn't Patriots. It was that Antifa. Was, that was, it was all that Antifa was, and, and these, yes. these agitators dressed up as, yes. uh, you know, just, uh, MAGA just, Patriots. Just, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, what's he supposed to do? Get up there and say, yeah, it was a great thing that we stormed the Capitol and broke in all the windows and, like, scared the heck out of Congress. I mean, no, no rational person would be like, that's a good strategy politically. And, and Trump's a, a political strategist. He knows right. what's right and what's wrong. So, yeah, I think what, 
Sure. What, what I was getting at was a lot of people were upset thinking that Trump was talking about, you know, the MAGA, but we know that it was Antifa. We know that it was these other militia groups or whatever you want to call them that were actually the people that Trump was denouncing. The, the Patriots, the MAGA people, they were just basically on a tour within, you know, the, uh, the Capitol. But they used that to, you know, to basically, it, it was kind of that, that, uh, that crucible moment where they sealed the deal. They sealed um, the, the treason. They, you know, essentially, you know, they, that's, that's when they, they used that to get out of exposing the daylight on all the corruption and all the, the shenanigans that would have been exposed there in the House, making it impossible for anybody to uh, not uh, vote to uh, keep Trump in and to throw yeah. out all those those votes. But now, of course, after the fact, they're coming out, even the Washington Compost, saying that, you know, this was planned in advance. So this had nothing to do with his speak. Just pointing out another one of these, you know, these these things that we're constantly seeing that's always after the fact. And so we know that we can't trust the media, man. And this is just one more uh, one more example of that for sure. I would agree 100 percent. I would say that uh, you're 100 percent right in everything that you said. And I think that the Washington Post coming out with this now is. Obviously, because they it's the election. They're like, oh, well, Joe Biden's president now. So now we can tell the, the semi truth. We can tell kind of the truth that we were hiding and, and obfuscating to make sure that we put enough pressure on Trump to get him out of office, because that was the end goal. They're the, these 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 companies are not objective news organizations. Obviously, they're political organizations that have a political agenda that are writing politically driven stories to affect an outcome politically in our nation. And I think that the, the sooner people, I mean, most people have realized that at this point, thankfully, but the sooner that we get the entire nation to understand that there is no objective journalism that's been thrown out the window. That's not a real thing anymore. The only objective journalism that's left is from people like you and me. And, and, and it's objective in the sense that we actually make our biases clear when we start, right? We say, I'm a conservative. I want to look at objective facts. These people come out and say, we have no political agenda and we're going to tell you what the objective facts are. That is when you know you're being lied to. And that is exactly what's happening with companies like New York Times, the Washington Post, uh, CNN, MSNBC, the, the whole nine yards. These and Fox News, the rest, they come out and, and, and maybe Fox News with like the two or three shows that exist on their network that aren't just complete, you know, rhino Republican garbage net, like network news. There is an agenda behind everything that you see, and it is affecting an outcome that is meant to drive the citizenry and our pub and our entire public conversation or discourse in a direction. And it's 100% obvious to those who have paid attention like you and me and your audience and everyone else in my audience, the people who have like really followed this, but there is unfortunately a major sect of the population that doesn't I mean, I was just looking at this story, right? This is a story that just came out. There's a person who's a, a person who makes music, I guess, called Azalea Banks. And I have to just share this story, story with your audience. It's a very quick she dug up her dead cat, which was named Lucifer, cooked it on Instagram and made some little shrine to this thing. And then they tell us, 
oh yeah, you're just a crazy conspiracy theorist for thinking that there's Satan, Satanists in Hollywood and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, you're on the, the hollywoodreporter.com glorifying some lady who dug up a cat that, that cooked it and it was called Lucifer. It's like, none of this makes sense, except if you accept the fact that these people are evil. And I just sent you the article. I, I mean, I'll just say this, look, there's, I've basically come to the, the point now where I understand that what we're up against for the most part is a great evil. And that once you get to that point, then it makes it easier to understand that you overcome evil with good. And that's why I try to, to put a positive message out there and share the gospel and talk about the truth as I know it. And I know you try to do the same thing because like, how else do we overcome this? Yeah, it definitely is good versus evil. We've we've seen it, and we know that um, again they just lie, deny, and project. So all that crazy stuff you were just telling us about, yeah, you don't uh, you don't see Granny, you know, the conservative Granny doing stuff like that. It's we we know what we we know what happened. All right, we all know what happened. Now I'm just uh, hoping that people in the right places do the right thing because, like Trump told us before. You know, before the little riot or whatever you want to call it, you know, when there's fraud involved, it changes everything. We know that this thing was stolen. We have all the proof. We have all the information. Now we just need the right people to do the right things. And all of us need to make sure going forward that we're always keeping people accountable peacefully so this doesn't happen again. It woke us up, you know, it woke us up. So, um, you know, we're not going to ever go back to sleep. You know, everybody's been, you know, red-pilled for the most part and the people that think this is it and it's all over and, you know, they're, they're just super depressed. Well, you know, I, I get it. I totally get it. But um, you know, again, this is in God's hands. You know, we can't, we can't press this. We can't, you know, make it happen on our timelines. So we just have to accept that, know that if it's God's will, it's going to happen the way that he wants. And he's going to show us what he wants us to see before he does something about it. Um, if you would, do you have any scripture for us? I don't want to step on anybody else's time. No, I mean, I have, I have a, a perfect piece of scripture. I hope that, that'll help your audience out. This is from Romans chapter 14, verse one through 12. And I want to share these words with you because I think they apply perfectly to what we're doing. And I, I hate to say the word perfect because only God is perfect, but they apply very well to what we're going through today. It's talking about the law of liberty, right? And I want to share these words with the you know expressed intent of telling your audience that though we go through everything, right, that is such evil and such, such, such demonically satanic evil things that happen, the law of liberty stands true here today, regardless of who's in office and what's happening. And it's uh, chapter 14, 1 through 12, saying, Except anyone who is weak in faith, but don't argue about doubtful issues. One person believes he may eat anything, but one who is weak eats only vegetables. One who eats must not look down on one who does not eat, and one who does not eat must not criticize one who does. Because God has accepted him. Who are you to criticize another's household slave? Before his own Lord, he stands or falls. And stands he will, for the Lord is able to make him stand. One person considers one day to be above another. Someone else considers every day to be, a, to be the same. Each one must be fully convinced in his own mind, whoever observes the day observes it to the Lord. Whoever eats, eats to the Lord, 
since he gives thanks to the God, and whoever does not eat, it is to the Lord that he does not eat, yet he thanks God. For none of us lives to himself, and none dies to himself. If we live, we live to the Lord, and if we die, we die to the Lord. Therefore, whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. Christ died and came to life for this, that he might rule over both the dead and the living. But you, why do you criticize your brother? Or you, why do you look down on your brother? For we will all stand before the judgment seat of God. For it is written, as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow to me and every tongue will give praise to God. So then each of us will give an account to God or to of himself to God. And I share those words because that's what liberty is. That's what freedom is. That's what it means to be an, a free, liberated Christian but just a free, liberated individual, right? Because I know a lot of your audience, they may be a little half and half agnostic, atheist, whatever. You guys got to remember that we as Christians believe in liberty and freedom just as much as anyone else. That what we do, we don't judge others for. We only seek to have the truth. We only seek to find the truth and to make that present in our lives and present for everyone to know and understand. And this is what we we believe. And so for all of us out there, I just want us to remember that it's not for us to judge others. That's that's for God. What's for us to do is to do the right thing, to live righteously and live the best way we know how. And we shouldn't be judging others as we go through it. We should be living our best lives. We should be living with Christ in our hearts, with the Holy Spirit at, in mind, helping others go out. If you have a church, go find a church. If you have a, a food bank in your neighborhood, go donate your time, donate your food. If you have people you can help that you know, help them give that few minutes, that, that whatever it is for you, go out, give back. That's how we conquer the evil that is continually overtaking us day after day after day. It's by giving back to others, by being charitable and, and helpful individuals that's how we defeat the evil that exists in this world. And, and that's my message to all your audience out there, because look, it's what, it's what saved my life, right? Was, was learning the greatest gift of all, which is the eternal salvation through Christ Jesus, our Lord. But then once I had that, all I could think to do was give to others, whether it was my time or my energy or my, my thoughts, my prayers, whatever it is, or my money or whatever it was, I gave back. And that's what you all should do out there. I mean, because there's no other way to, to fix what's happening other than to help others and be the change that you want to see in the world. Amen. Amen. And I want to take a, a quick moment here to thank everybody. You know, love you all. God bless you. I know that uh, today is, you know, kind of a crappy day, but uh, there'll be definitely better ones ahead for sure. It uh, it reminds me of uh, Lee Iacocca. He's a guy that... Uh, People used to say that the way I speak reminds me or reminds them of, of him. And he's, he's got a, a great quote. Uh, it says, in times of great stress or adversity, it's always best to keep busy, to plow your anger and your energy into something positive. Right? That's a huge thing because a lot of people can just sit around the house right now and just be upset and just in a bad mood. But just know, again, this is in God's hands. And when it's time, he's going to 
he'll make it right. All right. And we just have to do our part like we have been and just keep, uh, you know, waking people up and holding people accountable. Um, I want to also thank, um, you know, Shahid Hamid. Love you. Thank you, brother, for keeping the peace. Uh, like Queen Lisa, thank you a bunch for keeping the peace over there on DLive. Uh, Will, thanks a bunch for, you know, sending crypto out to people. Uh, speaking of which, uh, anybody that wants uh, some free cryptocurrency, just go over to um, uh, crypto beetles, uh, crypto beetles.com and just hit the little email subscribe thing. Doesn't matter if you've done it already. Just say you want crypto. We'll send out a thousand monarch tokens to the first 20 people and we'll send out a free book or whatever else you guys want to the first 10 people that want something other than crypto. So we've got like hoodies and hats and books and all kinds of stuff. So anyways, big thanks to Will for sending out the crypto and big thanks to Tom for mailing out uh, all the stuff to the fam. He said today that he feels like an Amazon fulfillment center because he's mailing out hundreds of, you know, books and hoodies and all kinds of stuff. And it's, it's always free. So don't worry about uh, me asking you for anything. Um, also, huge thanks to Aaron. Uh, he's always, you know, taking the time to do all the clips for us and, and help out behind the scenes. Uh, the scenes. My son is uh, incredible. So love you, Aaron. Big thanks. And uh, yeah, so I think, uh, oh, pill.net. Make sure you all go over to pill.net. I would say go download the Foxhole uh, app on the Apple Store, but over the target again. So they took the app off of the store. But for whoever has the app on your phone, it's still going to work at least for a while. Um, but that's, it's, it's sad that uh, Apple took it down. Why? Well, again, anything that has a, a different sound or a different narrative or a different um, ideology than what they have, they don't want, uh, they don't want the people hearing it because they know that there's more of us than them. Uh, so Craig, where can people go to find you? Um, I think we ran a little bit over here. So where, where do you want people to go? And I'll put it in the link too. Yeah, the easiest place, if you want to find my work and everything I'm doing, uh, justinformednews.com. That's the website. Go there. There's a place where you can donate. There's a place where you can get links to different, you know, uh, products and things that, that might help you out in your life, get healthier, get some good stuff uh, that you can uh, really use nowadays and uh, just get the videos, get the content, get the news and spread it from there. So justinformednews.com. Awesome. So I've got a little video that we'll play on the way out. I was going to play, um, Aaron ripped us a couple, uh, the, like the, they call it the farewell speech and stuff like that. But, you know, I, I this is going to be, you know, hopium on my part. And, and I also caution all of you out there. I've, I've warned you many times, anybody that says that they have like direct information or they know exactly how something's going to play out, be cautious because people that say that, you know, they're, I, I don't know what angle, maybe they're selling something, maybe, who knows? Maybe they're telling the truth. I, I don't know. But just be weary because, again, if if we know, then the other people know. So why broadcast that? But um, I don't want to put too much opium out there, but this just speaks to Trump, who he is. I played this video last time. It's a small one. It's very quick. But this just goes to the mindset of the man. And does this, again, seem like a guy that just simply allowed this to happen and walked away and keeps telling us the best is yet to come and is going to make America great again? To me, it just it sounds like there's, there's something still happening uh, because, like you said, fraud changes everything. So um, I don't know. I, I could be wrong, but uh, I'm still going to believe that uh, the right people are going to do the right thing. I still believe that uh, had we followed the Constitution and Trump, those different things that he could have done and maybe did, I don't know, uh, we wouldn't be where we're at because we all know what really happened. The evidence speaks for itself. It's just we don't have a forum because they censor all of our forums. 
they censor our courtrooms. They censor, you know, the media or social media. So we all know, and that's why they keep trying to take us down. So enough of my ramble. I love you all. God bless you all. I'll be back Friday at 6 p.m. Here is another glimpse into the mindset of Trump and why I still hold out hope, even if it's wrong. So God bless you. Love you all. See you soon. You see, I'm so loyal to people. Maybe I'm loyal to a fault, but I'm so loyal to people that when somebody's slightly disloyal to me, I look upon it as a great act of horror. And how are you different than you were three or four years ago? Well, I used to say, and in fact, I think I said in my first book that, and maybe this was foolish, but I, I really meant it, that someday I'd like to maybe lose everything for a period of time to see who's loyal and who's not loyal. And I frankly, I found out a lot of Did things. Did you find out who's loyal and no, not loyal? I tell you what, and you can't guess it. You can't predict it. You think certain people would be loyal no matter what. And it turns out that they're not. And you just you just can't predict it. It's very difficult. And that I think been I would have treated people differently. I think that, you know, some of the people that were most loyal to me are people that I didn't think would be. Some of the people that were least loyal to me are people uh, that you got I it. think I would have treated them differently. I think I would have treated different groups differently. I would have wiped the floor with the guys that weren't loyal, which I will now do, which is great. You know, I love getting even with people, but I will, I will have wiped. You love getting even. Oh, absolutely. You don't believe, you don't believe in the eye for the eye? You do. <laughs> no. I know you well enough. I think you do. But anyway, but. <laughs> but it, tell me, I mean, you, you're going to get even with some people. Because yeah, I know. If given the opportunity, if given the opportunity, I will get even with some people that are disloyal to me. Come on, Governor. Even though you didn't endorse me. I <laughs> forgot. Never forget. Hey, peeps, just a friendly reminder. Crypto Beetle shows are never financial advice, recommendations, or trading strategies. The views expressed here are solely that of Robert Beatles and his guests. Robert Beatles is the co-founder of the Monarch Wallet, host of Trading New Sessions, Crypto Beatles on YouTube, and on several entities. Robert's opinions here do not reflect that of those entities. Some information shared here may not actually be factual. These shows are for information and entertainment purposes only. Never invest a single Satoshi or penny in anything without first seeking the counsel and advice of a professional financial advisor. Robert Beatles is not a financial expert or advisor. Investing in anything is super dangerous. You can lose all of your money, so always trade at your own risk. Please help us grow the family. Give us a comment and review on the Apple or Google Play Store. It's super quick and easy. Just scroll down, click the little stars, comment, and just help us grow the family. God bless you. Love you. And I'll catch you on the next one.